0: Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. Happy uh, week before Christmas. I'm very excited. We have a great show for you today. Katie Cazorla is here. She's going to be recapping Vanderpump Rules with me. We'll bring her out in just a minute. And then we'll take a quick break. And then I'll recap The Real Houses of Atlanta because we missed the last couple weeks of Atlanta. There's just so many shows to get to. And we haven't even gotten a chance to talk about 90 Day Fiancé. I'm loving this season of 90 Day Fiancé. Although I think... I'm, like, worried all of the men on that show are gonna eventually murder some of us. Uh, I'm not sure who exactly, like, maybe there's significant others, maybe some of us listening. I don't quite know, but I do worry. Like, I worry about all of them. Asuelo, Asuelo, whatever the fuck his name is, I'm literally having nightmares about him. Like, I'm waking up in a cold sweat thinking he's just gonna, like, drop that baby. Like, I'm very nervous about it. But it, 90 Day Fiance is fantastic. It's like, But we have so many shows, there's so many housewives, but now Dallas and Orange County are out of the way. So we can focus on what's important, which is Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) Uh, Before I bring out Katie, though, I do want to say our holiday schedule. We had a new episode earlier this week, and that was a Love Actually pop dive. So it was an episode dedicated exclusively to the movie Love Actually. So if you're into that sort of thing, give that a listen. Then there will be a new episode on Thursday. So check that out. Thursday's episode will not be Housewives related. However... If all goes to plan, it will be a truly iconic episode. It'll be like an everything iconic Christmas special, if all goes to plan. So, fingers crossed. But that'll be Thursday. Then I will be taking some time off. We'll have one new bonus episode before the new year. uh, And then I will be off. All of our regularly scheduled episodes will be off until the new year. So I'm taking a little break. I'm going back to Ohio to visit my family. They're all in uh, Solon and Aurora, Ohio. So I'm excited to see them. I hope everyone's gotten their Christmas shopping done. I love a candle, you guys. And I just want to mention real quickly, Bijou Candles sent me some candles. And this is not an advertisement. This is just, they sent me some candles and I love them. So if you're looking for, I don't know, a nice housewarming gift, check them out. Bijou Candles. I'm so, so gay for a candle. <laughs> uh, and speaking of gay, that's they're run by, um, uh, it's an LGBT friendly company. So check them out. Um, Also, if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, I am on Cameo, which is so gross to say, you guys. It's like me and Steve Lodge over there. (laughs) But uh, if anyone's looking for a Cameo, uh, go to Cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. And then please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. And then if you do want new episodes throughout the end of the year— you can head on You can head on over to the Everything Iconic Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click the Become a Patron button. And for $4 or more per month, you get access to all of the bonus episodes. And you help support this podcast. And there's some really great uh, Housewives recaps over there. So, you know, there's Scary Island. There's the New Jersey Christening. There's the New Jersey um, Prostitution Whore. Prostitution Whore? <laughs> there's that over there. All sorts of goodies. So it'll get you through the end of the year if, if you need some Everything Iconic in your life. So uh, I, one more thing I do want to say. If you like this podcast, please rate and review on iTunes. Or if you listen on Stitcher, it'd be great if you head on over to stitcher.com slash everything iconic and rate the show. Gosh, I'm sorry for all of that. Self-promotion. How gross. You know, when I do self-promotion on Instagram, I like to include a picture of a hot shirtless man. <laughs> I'll say, like, listen to the podcast, and then I'll just have, like, a half naked male model. And I wish I can, like, send. I wish audibly I could send you guys a half naked male model. Like, I wish that's something I could do, like a guy in a Santa outfit. You know, in lieu of that, I just encourage you all to hop on Google and Google Ryan Philippi shirtless Santa. So that's, <laughs> that's my recommendation. Okay. I want to bring out Katie and get to Vanderpump Rules because it was a, a wonderful week. We got beer cheese in the making. <laughs> So let's bring out Katie. So Katie Kazorlo, you guys might recognize. She was on a show called Nail Files. She was on Second Wives Club, which was on E. She's on Home and Family. She's also married to a literal icon, you guys. Like a literal. I saw them out at Tom Toms a couple weeks ago. And I could not stop talking to her husband. Her husband is Walter Afanasiev. Now, Walter, you guys might not recognize the name, but Walter co-wrote All I Want for Christmas is You with Mariah Carey. Like, it's those two that are credited on the song. He also co-wrote Hero with her. He co-wrote Butterfly with her. Like, literally, all of the songs that we grew up with, he produced My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. He's worked with all the greats. And, like, he literally co-wrote so many of Mariah's songs. When I saw them out at TomToms, like, I literally cornered Walter and just was like, tell me about Mariah. Like, what happened with J-Lo? Tell me the story about Tommy Mottola. (laughs) But he co-wrote All I Want for Christmas is You, which we hear 100 times a day right now. So Katie is married to him. And I'm trying to get Walter. I'm going to get Walter on the show, too. But anyway, please enjoy. And then, again, we'll take a quick break. And then we'll recap The Real of Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, guys, I'm here with Katie Kazorla. <laughs> Katie, how are you doing?
1: Good. I'm just sucking down my coffee, a.k.a. vodka and coffee.
0: <laughs> well, also, I'm drinking something that I've never even had before, a Celsius. Do you know what that is? It's like a energy drink?
1: I do. I feel like it's, for me, it's not enough. I right. need, like, you know, the heroin of drinks, so I do, like, full-on sugar Red Bulls and stuff.
0: Mm-mm. You know, I normally do a Capri Sun, which is, like... Makes me insane, insane. But I feel like this is even stronger, and I just found it in the fridge. It's expired. <laughs> Literally, in the bottom of it, it's expired. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know if I would do, if I would risk that. Too late,
0: Katie. <laughs> so, Katie, we met at the the Golden Crappies for the first time, and it's like the Watcho Crappens.
1: It's the Watch What Happens like, Awards, kind of like the Housewives Awards on Watch What Happens, but way funner.
0: Right, way more fun. And then a couple weeks ago, we had drinks at TomTom. Tom, yes. Which that was my first time at TomTom. Tom.
1: Oh my gosh, what did you think?
0: I loved it. I, li- I like, I really liked it. Out of all her properties, I thought it was the best decor. Yeah. And... The drinks were all really great. The drinks. Did dangerous. You, did you do that
1: shot with the buzzy
0: yeah. little thing?
1: What was that?
0: It was like a buzz, buzz. I always want to say buzzbee, but I'm meaning a buzzbee Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gay. Uh, what's Yeah, it was like a buzz, buzzer shot or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. like
1: a, or a buzz. Wait, was it a buzzbee? Maybe. I think Tom called it a buzzbee.
0: Yeah. And apparently it's like a thing you can order. It's off the menu that they have there.
1: I have to tell you, I'm not a fan of that little vegetable thingy or whatever it was. The herb or the thing you eat that buzzes in your mouth. right,
0: right, right. Did you feel like the next day like you were tingly? I did.
1: Um, If by throwing up you mean tingly, then yes, I did.
0: Because we we were drinking a lot. Like I I woke up actually like still drunk, and then I was like, "Oh wait, I'm not." Like the hangover kicked in later. Yeah, yeah. I I, was right. I
1: wasn't even hungover until like day three. So. Right.
0: <laughs> now, Katie, we're gonna run through the episode of Vanderpump Rules, <gasps> yes, in excruciating detail. Let's do it. Now, have you always watched the show?
1: So, not in the beginning, I didn't because I felt like it was going to be one of those MTV type shows. You know, where it's like young kids and they get drunk and hot tubs like Jersey Shore. And I've been down that route. So I kind of was like, I'm out. But then I met Ariana and we became friends. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch her. I'm going to watch her on TV.
0: Now, do you find that she's different in real life than she's on TV? Or how do you think she's portrayed on television?
1: Okay, so I feel on television, she's they get like the most matter of fact parts of her. Mm-hmm. but i think Ariana's like first of all she's gorgeous i mean right. she, it's like crazy she'll be like oh i feel like shit and I'm like oh wait can we swear
0: oh fuck yeah oh yeah,
1: yeah. okay great. <laughs> i'm from new york like fuck is like every other word for me right. but i'm i'm curbing it um
0: but- don't curb it at all please like uh, <laughs> more swearing the better
1: it's just such a good word to use like this is so fucking exciting or oh my god i feel like such fucking shit
0: hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? hundred fucking percent.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I think she's just one of those people who every girl has a girlfriend like her for a reason. Like, she's matter of fact. She's gorgeous. She's fun. She's funny. She's just all around a great person. And I feel like since there's so many cast members, they don't get to always show the best parts of everybody because nobody wants to see that. That's like boring. They want to see the drama shit, you know? Right. But now I watch it and- how do I have opinions? Right.
0: So, jumping right in, so this episode opened with that Katie James fight. James yeah. was being an asshole and called her fat or said something about the shorts.
1: Yeah, where he's like, look at yourself. Those aren't flattering. They look, you don't look flattering. <laughs> like, I can't even look at his face, honestly. <laughs> I, I really like, he's the type of person that. <laughs> I would like risk jail time just to fucking punch as hard as I can.
0: I feel like everyone agrees. Like, right? It's truly like shocking, but on some level, like I think he's good for the show, but, like, when he crosses a line, like, like, I usually think he's good for the show when he's, like, just his nutty self or whatever, but when he crosses a line like that, where it's just, like, I'm not even finding this entertaining, like, he's just being a complete asshole.
1: Yeah, like, he's the type of friend that, at first, you're like, oh, James, and then you're like, oh, James, and then you're like, oh, fuck James. Right.
0: (laughs) I'm wondering, and I'm a little worried (laughs) that this whole season's gonna be, like, about everyone hating James, I mean,
1: should I do like a spoiler sort of yeah, thing? Of okay. Course. Oh
0: my God. Turn off if you don't want the spoiler.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you don't want something ruined, don't listen for like two seconds. Um, so the birthday party of Ariana and Stasi, um, because I'm friends with Ariana, she's like, hey, it's my birthday. Do you want to come? Blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. But when things are on camera, like, it's I'm a little hesitant because I don't want to be an extra on Vanderpump Rules. Right, right. Um, but this is my girlfriend, so I want to support her. So I showed up, and I remember looking around, and I'm like, wait, where's James? And they were like, oh, he's not invited to this
0: party. So, yeah, he's so on I, the outs.
1: Yeah, I think for every single thing that kind of happens this season that I've noticed, he has never been at anything.
0: Yeah, you know, I went to Tom and Jax's birthday, like the roller skating yeah. thing.
1: Oh yeah, that I, wait, I saw you there. there? But oh we yeah, didn't kind of. Yeah,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah, I was there. I like left early, but I was there for a little bit, and Walter I was went. Pussy there.
1: He wore his um this jacket that he kept. It was a handmade jacket where he won his first Grammy and oh it's like God. super cheesy,
0: like uh, discoy. Um I'm in love with Walter, who's your uh. significant other, and I at times I totally bombarded him. We talked about this before <laughs> the show, but he literally co-wrote the greatest song of all time, All I Want for Christmas is You. Like wow. he, I mean he's a genius and hero. I mean like I could go on and on. I think
1: I'm, my favorite is Anytime You Need a Friend.
0: I was going to ask you. I ask literally every guest their favorite Mariah song and oh. literally like every single Ooh, guest,
1: or um, I don't know the the um, name of it, but it's that song. Maybe can't take that away from me, right? Is that the name of it? Yeah,
0: that's the name <gasps> of it. <yeah. gasps> okay. Anyways, um, love but also, song. like, what the fuck? Like, your significant other literally wrote these songs. Like, that's crazy. I know, it's great. I can't we even. You're
1: everywhere this Christmas. Like, everywhere. Target. Uh, I was at the Grove. Anywhere we've gone in LA, I'm sure it's like this everywhere. At least hear his song five times a day.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. It was I'm like you
1: made three dollars at this Target. I, I,
0: I always wonder, like, what do you make off of something like that a year? Like, because every year it's oh. it, it just reached its highest peak on the Billboard Hot 100 today, like insane? number six out of every song, not just Christmas songs. We're talking every popular song. Yeah, know like Cardi B
1: and Halsey, and then Walter's twenty four year old song. Like That's fucking insane. incredible. So he, I mean, let's just say that this Christmas, because of this new rule with songwriters and how they get paid through like Spotify and streaming music, a new rule came into effect where it's not just artists who get paid, but the songwriters get like a bigger cut and producers. So he wrote and produced all of these songs. Right. Um. So this Christmas will it'll probably be like over a million dollars. That's
0: amazing.
1: I know. That's why I'm like, why am I even working? (laughs)
0: I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Also, speaking of producers, he also produced My Heart Will Go On. Right?
1: Oh yeah, he won a Grammy for that. What the
0: fuck? Like that's (laughs) insane. When we were at Tom Tom's, I literally like I was so drunk and just talking to Walter the whole entire night. He loved it. I was like, tell me more about Mariah. Like, what are these stories? He
1: really he is going to come on this podcast. He's very excited about it.
0: I cannot wait. Okay, so we have to talk. So James is the worst and then <laughs> He says all those awful things about Katie, and then he was also had that cigarette in his hand. He was like flicking it away, and then running down Santa Monica Boulevard. And right when he did, right when he did, that was when Kristen was like ready to drink. She's like, "Okay, now I can drink." (laughs) I Just love. Oh, Kristen. Kristen was being sober until like James was out. Like I know Kristen never wants to be sober, and then but she like really wanted to confront James sober, and I loved that.
1: I feel like Kristen claiming that I didn't even have any drinks. It's like. (laughs) To me, Kristen is the type of person that um, is like she's my trigger, just like James is Kristen's trigger. So whenever she comes on screen, like I feel anger and I get it. Like her whole demeanor is one of those like wannabe kind of girls Who, like, in any situation she's in, she, like, interjects herself. And then all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, well, that's what I would do. And you're like, shut the fuck up. No, you wouldn't. But then when she's with the other group, she's like, yeah, that's what I would do. And you're like, fuck you, person.
0: (laughs) I, like, feel the opposite way, though, that I love that side of her. Like, I, I, like, love. I think it's, like, so funny to watch. And I don't know. Like, I just, I find it so. Do you like her? Oh, my God. I love her. Like, love her. But. I totally get what you're... Like, I'm not blind to... I'm not right. blind to my love to her. I just think it's like... I like your
1: old teeth, though, by the way.
0: You know what? All the Bravo celebrities are getting their new teeth right now. But it's now. really distracting it's to jarring. me. It's jarring. It is jarring, like, right? Like, the Vanderpump teeth. Like, th- those ones shocked me. Like, <laughs> oh, when they... When I saw her new teeth for the first time, I was like, what's going on? You have,
1: like, nose and cheeks and Did she get, like, a facelift?
0: I feel like or she... Or a brow lift,
1: Right. She, I know, a she did
0: stuff. I don't know what she did. It was like, but I. It was like really recent that I feel like she did. Like within a couple seasons, she did a lot of stuff. And how old is she? I don't know There are um, differing reports About how old Ken is online Like I looked it up I like, saw him the other day Oh my god ugh, Crossing the
1: street alone And I was like Someone help that senior citizen <laughs> It was like literally Like bent over Taking one step at a time And I was like Someone needs to help That old gay cross the street Because it was in WeHo And I looked up I'm like it's Ken <laughs> Katie
0: okay, why is Why is he still on screen Like I don't understand Why he's filming Like who What producers are like Get more of him I
1: feel like it's like Weekend at Bernie's Totally are like, where he's like just attached to strings And like people just walk with his like shoelaces <laughs> tied to other people Like is he even alive at this point? Uh, I
0: don't know And does he get paid for these appearances? Like he's not a, Lisa's a producer on the show So mm. she gets that little producing fee or whatever But like what's Ken doing there? And aren't there more interesting know. people that are working at this restaurant That we'd like to spend camera time on?
1: Oh I think they're introducing I, I feel like there's a plot twist Teddy's Teddy Mellencamp brother. last right. night. Didn't you feel that when Lisa brings in Teddy, who's like done to the nines, right. just to have like a quick meeting to tell Lisa, like, hey, my brother's moving into town and he's going to be great. Do you have any positions for it him? It was
0: so weird. And I was like, what are we doing this for? Is it for the brother to be a cast member on here? Or is it... To garner sympathy for Lisa's brother situation, which I thought
1: like how fucking inappropriate is that? Like, hey, FYI, I know your brother just died; like he committed suicide, which is (laughs) terrible. But my brother's moving
0: here; Uh, like, let's party.
1: And can you give him a job? I know
0: I'm not. I'm yeah. It's it was insane. I'm like
1: hoping he's a total disaster.
0: (laughs) Well, and you know, in real life, like Teddy and Lisa aren't getting along right now. Allegedly, no. Like Lisa's on the outs with like the entire Beverly Hills cast, and. So from what i've heard she's definitely on the outs with teddy and so what really? i'm interested to see is like where does this leave it has the, brother? To do
1: with the brother i bet the brother worked there it was a fucking disaster and here's another thing did you know that raquel see. and ariana like blocked each other no
0: i didn't oh why? my god they're totally
1: blocked each other on social no. media why do you know don't
0: why know. oh my god i, I think it to has know. to do
1: with crazy james and p.s why does she keep defending james and his Oh disgusting my God. It's ways.
0: Disgusting. I was really troubled by that scene where the the girls met for a girls' night and Raquel was just like, you know, he's got a really sweet side to him. It's like, well, he's also got this asshole side to him. Yeah. Like it's really bizarre. Just
1: Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde, do you feel that like sometimes um, Raquel has a marshmallow stuck on the roof of her <laughs> mouth that when she talks, she's like, the damn. I just it's I just want to be like, go like this. <clears throat> and then swallow and then clear it out and talk.
0: <laughs> this is totally the season where we're like introduced as Raquel as a main cast member of the show, which is shocking to me. Like, I never thought we'd get here because the previous seasons we've seen of Raquel, like, it doesn't seem like she, there's a whole lot of interesting stuff there. There's
1: It's zero substance. And <laughs> I feel like her, she's got a wickedly awesome body and that's what God gave her. So she should use those talents because everything else, like, what was it? They said somebody last night was like, she's graduating from college. I'm like, college of what? <laughs> Where? This what podcast college? is
0: just going to be me laughing this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> college of what?
1: Like, wh- I could probably get in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Talking about other cast members, though, real quick, I want to go back to Hope. The Hope of it all. Okay. <laughs> what do you make of Hope and her her insistence on getting on camera and trying to do this whole thing? She's bit?
1: a thirsty thought. Like, I can't even handle Hope. Um, I feel like I've seen the background of her making out with James. So clearly she's banged him out. Like that's the most incestual cast of all times. Like everyone has basically fucked everyone from what I've gathered and watching hope make out with James. And then like, wasn't she the one that took the photos? No, that was a different girl. That was a right? different girl, in like bed.
0: literally took the photos. So,
1: bed. Marshmallow World, when she talks, it's so unbelievable. She's like, a puzzle, a be <laughs> a camera. You're like, swallow the marshmallow and just. Then see talk what about, about what right. hope. <laughs> yeah, I think but, hope is thirsty. I'm ready for, like, even Raquel, both of them could just disappear. I can't.
0: Uh, I did Sheena Shea's podcast, Shenanigans. I was oh. a guest on it, which was wild. And how
1: prepared was she, to be honest?
0: Um, like, way more prepared than I was expecting because she literally had a list of things that I said about her on my show to confront me about
1: oh, That's not right. See, I
0: think this is off.
1: You're a journalist.
0: Exactly, Katie. It was very, it was very, like, she's like, on your show, you said that 99% of the audience hates me. and And I was like, do you think that the audience likes you <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> right do you like have you watched yourself on <laughs> like camera I was like,
0: do you think people like you?
1: i think she's listen i have to say this about her and i i think she's like very cute and nice right the first right. time she, i ever yeah. met her and she met walter like we met all on the same night as soon as she found out that walter wrote i knew i loved you before i met you the savage garden song she was like i don't care about you it's all about walter i'm getting married to this guy that's our wedding song. Could you, could you guys play it at my wedding?
0: Oh my God.
1: And I was like, Wow that is That is some balls right
0: there The crop top wedding Is that the <laughs> That crop top yeah. wedding <laughs> <laughs> That was the night By
1: the way when I was Picking out my wedding dress Last year all I could Think about was her
0: Crop tops <laughs> That fucked You know I swear That's to, the I, kind of a
1: person I am
0: Right um, I will never forget Like yeah. the guests cleaning up After that wedding <laughs> like, I, I thought about that too
1: it. Never forget No
0: like it was shocking <laughs> Oh but so anyway So she had told me That Hope has been Trying to get on the show For a while And like she knew it. She's thirsty. Apparently she She had filmed scenes with Hope last year. And then and Sheena like seemed like she doesn't like Hope now and that she had just been trying to get on the show. But it's so what's weird to me is like these people that are just doing whatever it takes. Like Hope is clearly doing whatever it takes to get on the show. And it's like, I don't know. Sheena Kardashian. Um shane guy. So what else? Oh real quick, going back to Pride, we did see Lisa and Ken Ken walking down the boulevard, which was again was tough to see Ken walking anywhere. Oh, Ken
1: just put him put him in a wheelchair.
0: <laughs> put him aside then. He's just <laughs> with
1: like rainbow tassels. He doesn't even seem wheels. like he wants
0: to be there. It's like what are you doing here?
1: I feel like he just wants to
0: be home. Uh, what's it called? What's their house called? On the flip side of the coin, I think Pandora does want to be on camera, and but we don't just, want her. I
1: know <laughs> the audience doesn't want the Vanderpump Kids. Are they for real kids or adopted?
0: Uh, Max is adopted. Pandora is not.
1: Oh, that's right. Pandora gets like the wine line. and gets to do appearances, and Max basically flies Southwest Airlines right. and is like a, a buster. Yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, I mean, talk about redheaded stepchild, Jesus. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What did you make about Stasi confronting James? Stasi clearly hates James. Uh, they had that little confrontation, and uh, you know, Stassi said she he's like a bad Bond villain, and then James said she's got a dildo up her ass, and then Stassi said, "I wish I had a dildo up my ass."
1: Here's the thing: I think Stasi I'm on the fence. I go back and forth with Stasi as a character. We all do,
0: we all do. right? Because right. at
1: first you're like, "Wow, she's the devil," and then you're like, "Oh, she's sort of nice." Um, last year when she, or last season, however we worded when she was with Patrick, that guy was horrendous. Real quick,
0: how you said, however we word it, like <laughs> yes. that this, was something every Bravo fan has said, yes. <laughs> not sure how we're wording this, but right. it was it, either last year in their lives or
1: <laughs> last season or like a month ago, whatever, yeah.
0: whenever this um, aired, <laughs> Right,
1: <laughs> I just felt like Patrick, oh my God, the, he was the most inappropriate person of life and Stassi. Acted like such like an abuse victim that I couldn't even deal. Um, And now that she's with Bo, I like Bo. I think he's like fun and normal and cool. And I am like team Stassi this year. But last year I wanted nothing to do with her.
0: Yeah. I feel like most fans are like that with Stassi. It's like we go back and forth with her. Yeah. What do you think? Would you think James was just drinking that day at Pride? Because Raquel was saying like he didn't remember certain things. But when we saw him on camera, he did look he was like hyper drunk. I think he
1: does coke. I think it's I think that pasta, pasta is is pumping through his veins. And that's not an accusation. I don't that's know. kind of like
0: a fact. Just what you think <laughs> Just a fact that you think So
1: my <laughs> <laughs> So what I think is real <laughs> I'm like CNN
0: Watching him do like that uh, DJ At the oh, party oh He just kept getting on the mic and being like Make some noise <laughs> It was like I don't know what he was doing It's
1: a DJ dumb fuck Make some noise Okay so I make Walter watch this With me I make him watch Housewives There's some he will not watch Where does he draw the line he draws. He, he finds it hard now that Yolanda isn't on Housewives of Beverly Hills.
0: He will watch that one. Oh, because he knew Yolanda. Yeah,
1: right. And it was tough for him to like watch the whole thing um, because he's David Foster's friend, and they just basically trash bagged David Foster. So we wouldn't watch that, but he'll watch some things with me, and he watches Vanderpump Rules because like Tom and Ariana were in our wedding. Like we love them, um, but when it comes to James, you know the way he refers to himself in third person. Well, James Kennedy, James Kennedy. (laughs) The white Kanye. Yeah, it's like, shut the fuck up. First of all, don't ever talk about yourself in third person. Like, you look crazy. You do. It's a proven fact. If you talk about yourself in third person, something is mentally not right with you. So Walter can't stand that. And then second to that, he doesn't understand why James thinks he's so great as a musician when he doesn't play any musical instruments. Right. And especially his DJ, like, he's like, oh my God,
0: it's so, it's like tough to watch. Did you see, there were, uh, do you watch New York Housewives? Yes. Did you see, there was like a clip of Countess Luann and James, like doing some little, they were like performing-ish together at like a Daily Mail party or oh something. Oh my
1: God, no. Oh yeah, the Daily Mail or, party. some
0: party. Yeah. And it was like the two of them. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Like we're all
1: I, I think it us. was the okay, it was like the okay, um, hot.
0: Uh, Some party. Yeah. Like James was on the DJ booth and like Countess Luann was next to them and they're, they're they're like singing and like James is at the booth like with uh-huh. the record thing and it's Luance just is at the microphone being like Madnecant my <laughs> <laughs> real low voice. <laughs>
1: Let's shake the beat. <laughs> it's just what And I
0: I love the spectacle of it. Like I truly I love it. It's all. a shit show. But it's like when you look at them when you look at it happening together, like more than one of them doing this together, yeah. it's like what are we doing
1: here? Yeah, no, but it's like one of those things where you're driving on like the freeway and you're like, What is all this traffic and then you look and it's like a horrible accident you're like but i just need to look for a second and that's why there's traffic everyone's looking at the fucking car crash
0: (laughs) and then raquel everyone's telling raquel like hey cheated and it seems like everyone's pretty comfortable in the fact that james has cheated before whether or not with hope but also with hope and then raquel's just like bottom line i want to stay with james
1: (laughs) Bottom line, I just want to still be on camera.
0: (laughs) She's like, I mean, he is really nice to me. And then they literally cut to like James walking away from her on the boulevard. And she's like, James, come back.
1: It's oh, like, God. No. It's so desperate, it's so too. She's sad. like, she's like pony hopping. I'm like, I'm like, swallow the marshmallow.
0: <laughs> so the next day, we see Schwartz wake up hungover. He's got that moo moo again. I love him in that moo moo. Like, Locked. he has that hangover outfit. Do you have a hangover outfit? <laughs> Do I? Or like a house robe or something?
1: Um, Let's see. Well, I sleep naked because I run really hot. I don't know if it's because I'm getting old, um, but I'm like burning up. So My hangover outfit tends to be this kimono I got with Ariana, actually, at a TJ Maxx Mm. in Encino. We went in there because I had never been in a TJ Maxx. What, Katie? I'm sorry. Did I'm you not love it? Did you hate it? You're not a
0: Maxx. I'm a Maxx. <laughs> look around my house. It's obvious that I'm a Maxx. <laughs>
1: it's actually really like Le Chic C'est La vie in here. Um <laughs> as, a lot of home
0: goods going on. More more than TJ Maxx. A lot which, of home goods.
1: again, I had never been in any of those stores only because I think I have like a mild form of ADD. So when I go in there, there's just like crap everywhere. Right. It literally looks like like... Downtown Beirut exploded, and like I can't. Fi- I have to like weed through. You know, there's like a pair of pants, and then like old soaps, and you <laughs> <But> know.
0: <laughs> TJ Max does overwhelming with the clothes because I'm not like a. I don't. I can't do. I like the Home Goods stuff because yeah. you can look through Home Goods, but I the Max just yeah. stresses me out because it, of the clothes. The, thank you. Yeah. It
1: does. It's very stressful, and like everything, there's no order in there. And I'm a Virgo. I'm orderly. Mm. I like to have things like. Like, today, I was running late, and I was, like, panicking, sweating. I couldn't find it. Everything oh crashes
0: God. and burns for me. You really have to go in those stores with a strategy.
1: Like, or just
0: Xanax. So, you have a, I you know you have a, a kimono that you bought there.
1: Yeah, I got a kimono So So, you, there. like,
0: walked on TJ Maxx, and you're like, I hate it here, but I'm getting this kimono. Right, like I, I ended
1: up getting a kimono, um, a charcoal <laughs> detox buffer, oh. some dog treats. Like, what the f-
0: yeah, you just throw shit in that cart and you find things. Yeah, it's spent like $600 on garbage. <laughs> right. So we saw a scene with James and Raquel with their dog. Their dog was adorable. And I really didn't focus on the whole scene because I was looking at their dog. Oh, yes, yeah, I so really cute. loved their dog.
1: So cute, right?
0: Um, and Peter called. Oh, <gasps> That's right. It was very clear to me that Peter's phone call was like ADR'd in. Oh, totally. Because it like was not... The audio in that was like so unnatural. And it was Peter like, hey, James, you're not invited to my birthday party and they're like
1: like, um cut so we're gonna need you to do that again and make it sound like you really want to disinvite him (laughs) he's like okay ready take two he's like Hello, hey James. This is Peter, the manager at Sir. It's,
0: it's Peter, the manager at Sir.
1: Like, okay, do it again and act like you're. He actually knows this, and that he knows who you are. It's so ridiculous, right? And he's like, I'm sorry to inform you that you have been disinvited to my party.
0: Like, and it was like a filtered audio that didn't sound any. It was like he was talking through the Home Alone Talk Boy or something. He was like, What's going on?
1: By the way, do you hate that? Peter does not have his man button anymore.
0: You know, Do you you, know how you go back and forth with Stassi? Like, I go back and forth with Peter, where it's like, sometimes I want more, sometimes I want more of Peter, sometimes I want less of Peter. Like, I can't tell. I
1: think Peter is also like a featured day player extra, as is Pandora and Max. Wait,
0: so do you think Peter gets paid to do this?
1: You know, here's the thing. He's got to sometimes, because sometimes he's mic'd. I do know that the very first season, I don't think the cast got paid. It's kind of like Jersey Shore. And then the second season, I think they got like 500 bucks an episode or something awful. And then once the ratings like blew out the roof, then they started like negotiating and getting more. And I believe this is hearsay, but I think Kristen wasn't going to come back this season because of contract negotiations. And they basically were like, fuck you then. But then everyone's like, everyone needs crazy Kristen.
0: Right. We needed her. Yeah. There were all those rumors in the summertime that she wasn't coming back. I know. The, um, what was I? I was. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, it was weird. It was <laughs> you're,
1: you're like, many so is when I was in TJ Maxx and can't remember why the fuck I was in <laughs> I You then, were saying that Peter's Oh, is I so want to. Yeah. Oh, the
0: Peter's finances. Oh. <laughs> that's what I wanted to explore. Peter's finances. So, yeah, I don't understand. I want to know about, like, that's what I'm most interested in. It's oh like, my I God, need to wait, know. I
1: totally have gossip. What? Tell me. Okay. So, I talk. This relates to Peter's finances. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> Doing a deep dive in the Peter's right, bank dive. account.
1: So I met Billy Lee out and um I will say she wasn't the friendliest.
0: She, you know, she's been on the show before and I'm I've Ugh. been with her a few times and I I do think she's like a she has some social anxiety and yeah. so I think it comes across and so I do think that maybe sometimes it comes off as very cold.
1: Right, but for me I will say I could literally talk to anyone anywhere. I'm not the type of person that comes off as like Antisocial. I'm overly social, so I kind of was like, "Oh my god, she like wants nothing to do with me." And then, like, she was kind of nice, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, she tells me that like she, um you know, it ha- doesn't get breaks at Sir, and that she can't even take a break for fifteen minutes. Um, oh my god, what? Oh, it-, it was crazy, and that she doesn't get paid extra when they're filming. Like, this is so insane. She goes to work. She has to be on camera, but she only gets paid, like, her restaurant fee, which is, like, minimum wage plus tips, which is terrible and awful. And when, uh, like, throughout her checks or something, she didn't get, like, the required breaks. And I was like, "Why don't you go back and go to the Labor
0: Board?" And she's like, "Oh no, because I would be like off the show and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is like I think there's I think there's shady, shady stuff going on with the financial stuff over there, shady. like all of it." Um, I want to talk about Carter and Peter's birthday. I think it was Carter's birthday. Did they say that it was like Peter and someone else's birthday? And I th- I thought they said Carter, and I was too lazy to rewind and oh, my listen god, again. Me too. I thought it was just Peter. Uh, Kristen did show up with a slew of balloons, looking like the old man from Up. Like she just had oh, a ton of balloons. <laughs> and I was ready for to float away
1: Ken to the balloon <laughs> It would have been so much more accurate. I would, lo-
0: I would have loved Ken to float away in a balloon house.
1: <laughs> You're like, it's like I'm so sick beats- of seeing
0: him. <laughs> <or laughs> <Ken laughs> Literally, like I hate Ken. Like he, oh. the-, the only two people I hate on the show are Ken and Pandora. And I also think they're all, I think that whole family is very shady and I'm excited for Beverly Hills to show up and I feel like they're going to all take down Lisa and yeah. I know people love her and she makes great TV a lot of the times but
1: If they really knew her though they would see I agree. Like, everyone sees her on TV as this mogul and she's fabulous and blah blah but let me tell you something what you see on TV of her is definitely night and day different from her real dealings in life Right
0: right um real quick, I want to go back to you. You were on the East Show, right? With mm-hmm. Shira. Shiva. Shiva from Mohammed's oh my god. wife.
1: Mohammed's fiancé. Fiance. Forever fiancé. What
0: was going on there? <sighs>
1: oh my gosh, it has been like I've seen all cuz I get all the alerts for Second Wives Club. Every single husband on that show besides Dean, which was with Tanya who nobody liked. And um <laughs> And what's the other person, Marissa, who I can never remember her because she was so <laughs> irrelevant. Is that crazy? Um, but all the husbands or fiances were such pieces of shit, so like uh, I was like, Walter, you look like the shining star. You could have even been a piece of shit, and you but still, still have-
0: look amazing, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, um Shiva's fiance, they moved out of their cussed hadid or whatever which I found out was like... a
0: big fucking house that was on Beverly Hills.
1: Yeah, but I think it was... It actually belonged to somebody else. They were renters or something. I know. Okay. It's so weird. It's like what you see on TV is such bullshit. Except for, I will say this, what you saw of me, everything was real. That's why when people are like, you look... You know, at first I'm like, wow, I'm like the little fat, um, roly poly, no, you know, clown friend. And then at the end of it, I got like the nicest comments and people were like, will you be my BFF? You're my spirit. animal." I'm like, see the fat funny one. Always <laughs> wins.
0: Come out at the end.
1: Right. Like I was like, what you see is what you get. I don't give a shit. I have nothing to hide. I really don't have any skeletons so in I'm, my closet. After
0: doing reality TV, does it make you, when you watch these shows, are you just thinking about, like, behind-the-scenes stuff? Like, you can't Ugh. watch it in a...
1: It's 100%. Watch like watch it in a different way. It's hard for me to see overly produced reality. Like, I refuse you, to to be a part of that.
0: Do you find that this season is more produced? I feel like it's, it's leaning a little that way. Like, Oof. there's a few scenes, like the Lisa and Jack scenes that we saw, I don't know if it was last week or whatever, where he's looking for his job back. And like that kind of stuff seems yeah. way too overdone to me this season. I liked,
1: you know or what? Peter's
0: 80 yard phone call.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Hello, James. This is Peter, the manager. It's too much. From it's Sur- too much. <laughs> I
0: know.
1: Yeah. It is a little too much for me, especially only because I come from the days of like the real world Jersey shore. My very first show. Nail files was Sally Ann Salsano who created Jersey, Jersey shore. shore that show. Neil Files had 1.2 million viewers its debut episode on tv guide network we still had a guide a scrolling guide, a scrolling guide which is like so fucking ridiculous i'm like who's gonna watch this crap people, people watched that, it yeah. because i just think that if you let yourself be natural and let everyone see the good the bad and the ugly people tend to like that like there were scenes i had no makeup i was crying like i don't care that's why i think people really like britney
0: oh britney yes
1: because yeah She is, like, a real... Like, I like Britney. She's
0: very sweet, too. Like... I mean, even I she's, she's like saccharine Jax. sweet. Wait, you just said that, and literally, like, right when you said Britney's name, like, a flood came into my <sighs> head of like, we need to talk about the beer cheese.
1: Okay, beer like, cheese. We need let's to just break this. this
0: down because I, I took notes. I love beer cheese. I, hold on, <laughs> I do too. And Jackson and Britney go to this artisanal, artisanal cheese shop, and they're making, they're it's starting so a beer cheese company. And I love beer cheese too. Yeah, yum. But it didn't seem to me like Britney knew what exactly beer cheese was, which is fine. But I didn't either. And so I looked it up and I found out. It's
1: It's that orangey, yellow, swirled cheese. It's
0: cheddar cheese with enough beer uh, to provide flavor and texture, as well as garlic and a variety of spices, including dry mustard, horseradish, cayenne pepper.
1: Oh, (laughs) Fance. And
0: what do you make of this whole beer? Do you think it'll do well? Okay, Is this the most insane company? I think this is the most insane thing we've seen to come out of this show.
1: Here's the thing. Um, I think the most insane thing is Jax's sweater line that never happened.
0: (laughs) Where was that? What's going on? I don't know.
1: But remember, he when he was with Stassi, he was like, "I'm working on my sweater line," (laughs) and you're like, "Get the fuck out of here with your sweater!" Like, do you know anything about like making patterns or designing? Like, none of it. I think (coughs) these people have these ideas of what they want to do, and then it becomes like. I'm going to have a line because I'm on TV, but there's no substance or any sort of background. I think beer cheese. And it's,
0: it's hard to do all of these things. It's like.
1: It's actually very hard. However, <laughs> I fucking love beer cheese and I will buy their beer cheese. I
0: will, I will buy it too. And it's hard to find beer cheese out here in LA. It like is, I'm from Ohio and you could find beer cheese there. Yes,
1: I'm from upstate New York. And let me tell you something. I will be home in a week and I'm going to eat all of the goodies of upstate New York, including fucking beer cheese
0: dipped in pretzels. I know I heard that and I was like, I'm going to buy me a ma's beer cheese or whatever fuck her name or the grandma's me, beer cheese. Mimon. Mimon.
1: Mimon. For Kentucky beer cheese. I just. Think, I'm engaged. <laughs> I hey, got yeah. beer cheese. Remember, she yelled out the window, "Hey y'all, I'm engaged. I'm engaged. <laughs> y'all fix and get engaged."
0: <laughs> I love Brittany. I love Brittany, and I will buy that beer cheese. So,
1: well I you know what? We should have it is a beer ridiculous, cheese party though. together.
0: It is ridiculous though. Like I, I mean, the idea cheese. of it. It's. And watching them at that cheese shop, like, just trying cheese. It's like, we're making beer cheese. Like, you don't have to try all these fancy cheeses. That was what was weird to me. It was like, yeah. we're at this beer cheese, <laughs> we're at an artisanal cheese shop and like, we don't need to test cheddar cheeses here because it's like, you're not using those ultimately. Actually, like,
1: yeah. And that's is the other thing when they brought out like the, ca- I know cheese. I'm half French, half Italian. So I know fucking cheese and pasta and tomato sauce and wine. Those are things that you can, like, can't like, you can't bake the funk with me. So... When they brought out a slice of brie cheese, I was like, bitch, that's not in beer cheese. <laughs> and they weren't even having any like, wine cheese. None their of this cheese? cheese,
0: none of this cheese is gonna be in Mima's fucking beer cheese. Like it's not found. You know what not a trace Hashtag, to be found.
1: None of this cheese matters. <laughs>
0: none of this cheese yeah. <laughs> I wanna talk about the girls' night. Okay, now Sheena was not invited. And I thought that was kind of bitch. Move. It was like a little mean. But one of the things i'm I'm laughing about about is I realized this episode that I love an interaction between Stasi. And Sheena Because like Stassi cannot hide Her disgust for Sheena She hates Sheena And Sheena always smiles through it You know And it's just like I find I wouldn't want like More scenes of those two together Like I I want them On like a simple life reboot Like (gasps) throw them out In the wild together Wouldn't
1: that be Oh my god (laughs) Could you imagine
0: I would watch that show Oh it'd be insane Stassi and Sheena get like Dumped
1: on like an island And they have to
0: survive Stassi literally just Dumps on Sheena all the time It would be like
1: Lord of the Flies (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like I think eventually Sheena would murder Or Stassi would murder oh, Sheena Oh, Stassi
1: would murder Sheena. Yeah. It would be like a knockdown drag out, but then it would be like the Donner pass and you know that Stassi would like, be, the next thing would be her smiling, roasting her, being like she deserved it. She deserves it, bitch. Got me a peanut Grigio. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> don't right? know what I've done to you, but I'll take a peanut Grigio. Yes! One of but the best lines. Do
1: you remember? Um, yes. Okay, so there was also one where there was this old bar on the corner of like Melrose and La Brea. It's been a million bars since. I think it's supposed to be bathtub gin now, but anyways, um, they met there and it was basically so Stassi could tell she knew how much she hated her, even though they were supposed to make (laughs) up. I love
0: that. I I love love that. Like that's the kind of reality TV I want. Like I just enjoy it so, so much. Uh, Can't fake it. I was also trying to figure out if like, did you read the reports There was like in the blogs that Billy Lee wasn't invited to one of the girls nights? And I was trying to figure out if that was the one that she wasn't invited to.
1: So. No, that was not one of the nights. It was, I remember when this all went down because it's it basically everyone was invited, but Billy Lee, but everyone went back and forth in social media. I couldn't get enough. It was like yeah. a pre Vanderpump rules. It was um, juicy. It was juicy. So basically she's like, wow, I thought we were over this blah, blah, blah. And then you see like Ariana and um, Stasi and everyone kind of chiming in like you were invited. And now you're and they actually took screenshots of their text of inviting Billy Lee. Oh,
0: it was lovely. It. it was lovely entertainment. I hope this uh, you makes know, it. I, I thought it was very interesting that we're not getting a lot of these other people this season. Like we're getting a lot more of Raquel, yeah. but I really would have thought that they would have leaned into like the Adam and the Billy Lee and like all those side characters. Because I wonder how oh, much yeah. longer can we go with this crew. Like I'm I'm fine going on with these group guys. But I really anticipated this season them like Billy Lee, I'm surprised. Is not more relevant? But I think like fans do not like Billy Lee.
1: No, I think because here's the thing. At first, it was like, yes, she's trans. Trans this representation is amazing, on the show. Right? It's kind of like um, the Miss Universe pageant with Miss Spain or Mrs. Spain or whatever Miss Spain, who was who was trans, and it was like, and her speech, I cried. I'm like, yes, this is what the trans community needs. Not Billy Lee always being the victim because then that is going to – nobody chose your life. You chose your life. So if you really want to be, you know, out there and be a figure, don't be a victim. You know, you chose this. Yeah. So
0: it's, – <sighs> It's hard too when there's like one – I, of anyone it's like one gay person on the show It's like gay people wouldn't necessarily want Like like a stereotypical bitchy gay On the show if there's only yeah. one but then it's like You're relying oh on I don't Wait, know
1: And by the way to say you chose I wanted reference And preference also that It goes to N- not you chose to be trans. Obviously that's not oh, a choice. Oh. It's you chose to be on the show. and to be say, part yeah. of it. So I just um, make I didn't even those catch lines. That. I'm the
0: worst host. So I like didn't even <laughs> I was still thinking about TJ Maxx and I was like, what's
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm I a need Maximist. To go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that like um Billy Lee um obviously I th- thought it was gonna be great that, you know, she could be a you know, a staple for the community and instead choosing to be on the television series and how she represents herself, you know. Don't be the victim. You know, like just fucking get over it. Who cares? I don't get invited to things like no big deal. I don't care. Maybe they were doing something I don't like to do like fucking ice skate. Yeah. Don't yeah. invite me to ice, go ice skating. I'm never going to ice skate.
0: Kenny, I feel you. <laughs> We have to wrap this up. Okay. This was so fun. So um, before fun. we wrap this up, though, I need to say that you do an amazing Drew Barrymore impression. That's crazy. <laughs> just Thank you. I need you to say something. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, let's. Let me think. Let me. Let's just say it's not about the pasta. It's
1: not about the pasta. <laughs> I'm not Josie <juicy> grossy anymore. <laughs> it's just the side mouth. You it's have a to, side mouth. You have to put your your. If you really want to nail a Drew Barrymore. You have to like put your mouth to the side and really overenunciate <laughs> everything and drag it out, and then use your hands a lot.
0: I love it so much. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts on Vanderpump Rules? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Any excite? Any things you're looking forward to this season? Are- where we see you on that on that Ariana oh party? We'll see um, you. Right?
1: The final thought is what my nickname for hope is. Number one. Um, oh my God. That's so <laughs> that shy. Like, okay. um, I have to say that I'm excited about the season. Maybe you will see me. I did shoot some stuff with, um, with Ariana in regards to face Flixer or, 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 face brand, but um, I'm secretly hoping that doesn't make it only because it is like my real life and I don't want it to become like the beer cheese. Right, right. Even though you know we're going to be first in fucking mind I know. Beer you cheese.
0: and I will just... <laughs> I'm
1: going to have like a huge bag of pretzels. I'm like, oh my God, the beer cheese is here. Seriously, when the beer cheese comes out... Yeah, I'm,
0: let's have a party. We'll we get some crackers tasting. and some wine. We'll actually have wine at our cheese tasting.
1: Who does a cheese tasting <laughs> with water, by the way? That's just that right there. If that's any indication about the beer cheese, yeah. fucking out.
0: Hi. I love chatting with you. Thank you so much. Where can people find you on social media?
1: Oh, okay. So I'm at official Katie Kazorla on Instagram and um everywhere else and at the painted nail on Twitter. Yes. Which I'm really just the most Instagram uh type person.
0: And I ask everyone their favorite Mariah Carey song. You already said it's Anytime You Need a Friend, you think? I
1: mean, I have to go with Anytime You Need a Friend. It yeah. really is such a great song. I'm a little partial because of Walter. But my senior class song was Hero by Amazing. Mariah Carey.
0: You know, she's like still performing Hero. She's overseas right now and like doing her Christmas shows. And mm. she also adds in Hero.
1: Isn't that funny um, that she claims she doesn't use Walter's tracks for those. So she doesn't have to pay him <gasps> the performance rights. But everyone who works on the tour is like, yeah, we use Walter's tracks. Oh, my God. Shade is real, people. Heard it to
0: hear first.
1: He needs um, his five stars. Okay, cents. one
0: more question. One okay. more final question I, I ask everyone. If you were choosing People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, you couldn't choose Walter. Who would you choose? Ooh. What male celebrity or actor or okay. musician? Okay, my or...
1: choice for Sexiest Male Alive.
0: Can't shoot. be Ken Todd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, Ken Todd. No, I'm gonna have to go with I literally am like a huge Ryan Reynolds fan.
0: You know, I hear that a lot. Like a lot of people say Ryan Reynolds.
1: Because it's his humor that makes him it's like funny. stupid hot. But I can't watch Deadpool because he really is so ugly in that movie and I'm like so like so materialistic and so yeah. what's the other word? Van. Superficial, sure. yeah, when it comes to men. Um God, I really Ryan Reynolds is probably one of the hottest people to me. And there's somebody else too. What's his name? Um, shit. He was on The Bachelor. He was,
0: like so the hot but are always, stupid. Oh, the the this is what I see. remember I couldn't think of what I wanted to say earlier. I wanted oh, to yeah. say that I the Bachelor, I learned they don't get paid to do The Bachelor. They oh. only get paid to do like this what's that spin-off one, Bachelor in Paradise?
1: They don't get paid don't to be on that to, show. They paid the
0: contestants and they literally take off work for like 6 Some weeks. Some people get fired. Yeah, they don't get paid.
1: Dental, they get assistant. like from
0: what I heard, I don't from what I heard, they get like the stipend for meals and stuff like that, but they don't get any paycheck for it. That's what I've heard. Oh my god, which Dad, is insane to me! Like, watch that's hope insane. will be on there I mean, next Hope's season. I hope there next season. She's our next <laughs> bachelorette. Anyway, Katie, thank you so much for I Love you for doing this show. I thank, love you you. Too. thank you. I so will talk soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. That's one month for just $1 at Shopify.com slash Everything Iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash Everything Iconic. Oh, you guys, wasn't Katie great? I love her so, so much. She was, she's fantastic and hilarious and beautiful. And that Drew Barrymore impression, like, literally fucking kills me. Like, I cannot. I Whenever I find out somebody can do an impression, I just, I want them to just do the impression all the time. Ah, I love it. Okay, let's talk about The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we missed the last couple weeks because, frankly, it's been a little boring, and I'm not super enthused about Atlanta. I still love watching these ladies. I think they're so fun. I'm not so bored that I'm, like, turning off the program. However, I do feel like I'm not as interested in tuning it on. Does that make sense? So this week we saw Portia making hot dogs. (laughs) <laughs> I always take notes during these episodes, you guys. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, "I heart hot dogs," and that has nothing to do with Portia or her boyfriend Dennis. That's just the Danny fact. I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Danny fact. Danny loves hot dogs, and I will, I will, always, I will always go to bat for hot dogs. I don't care where I am. I, the Dodgers, I don't know if you guys know this, but once a year, maybe they do a night where it's like fan appreciation and you could get unlimited hot dogs. I went once and I'm not kidding you. I might've had 10 hot dogs. Like they just, you can go up to the concession stand and get a free hot dog for like a whole hour or something. And I went back and forth. They also give you free stadium nachos. Again, this has nothing to do with Porsche, but I ate my weight in hot dogs that day and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. So if you... Get the chance to eat a hot dog or not? Always eat the hot dog. <laughs> you know, you know that Leon Womack song, like "I Hope You Dance." Like next time you hear that song, just instead of her singing "I Hope You Dance" or "I Hope," when you get the cho- when she says when you get the choice to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance. Just think of Danny saying, "When you get the choice to eat a hot dog or not, I hope you eat the hot dog." <laughs> Might be the gayest thing I've ever said. Anyway, uh, Portia was cooking hot dogs, and for one minute, I like left the room during this scene. Like I went to the kitchen probably to make a hot dog or something, and I came back in the room and like all of a sudden Portia was like behind the hot dog bar or whatever. Like she looked like me in high school at Panera Bread because I worked at Panera Bread. And I was like, did I miss something? Like, what is the show that's happening right now? Like, I thought we're supposed to see, like, aspirational women, like, living the life. And all of a sudden, I come back in the room, and Portia's literally, like, slewing hot dogs on a grill. And I thought, what's happening here? Like, I'm so confused. Did I miss something? Like, why is Portia doing food service? I don't know. But she looked like she was doing it to impress the mother-in-law, the future mother-in-law. She said at one point, I think we're obsessed with each other, meaning her and Dennis. And that was troubling. I'm a little troubled by all of it. So then we see Shamari. Shamari's giving herself a makeover because all the girls were shady and said she had the worst style. And eventually, by the end of the episode, she did look much better in her confessionals, didn't she? Like, that other Shamari confessional look was obviously done post-ambush makeover. Okay, you know how Kathie Lee Hoda, they do an ambush makeover, which again, my biggest fear in life is to be walking down the streets of New York and have someone, a producer from the fourth hour of today, just, you know, jump me in the middle of the streets and say, hey, we're ambush makeovering you. That's my biggest fear in life, more than anything. It's like that and rats. I'm scared of rats. I'm scared of rats and a fourth hour of today producer. <laughs> but I want there to be a producer that just ambushes Shamari on the show. Like, I feel like that should have happened. Shamari just seemed to go, you know, too easily into her makeover. I would have liked somebody to ambush her. We're setting up a lot of friction between Portia and Shamari. They, of course, know each other from back home. And I don't know, I'm hoping that it leads somewhere, because I feel like they're setting the seeds, and if it doesn't lead anywhere, they're not setting the seeds. What's the term for that? Planting the seeds? <laughs> I don't know, so I hope that goes somewhere. What else? This week we also got Riley on camera. Riley clearly does not want to be on camera. I don't know when we're all going to stop pretending that Riley is a natural on camera. Okay. She, I'm not saying like I'm some dynamic personality, but Riley's voice stays at one level all the time. She was like talking to Candy about this couple's trip that was coming up. And it was like the most monotone I've ever heard anyone. I mean, such dry, I, I don't know, such dry sensibilities on that Riley. It's like watching a Mitch Hedberg comedy special without the jokes. (laughs) Riley gets her inspiration from Rita Rudner. (laughs) Riley's giving Nick Offerman a real run for his money. (laughs) Real dry humor. She's like, you're going on a couple's trip. It would be funny if you go there and no one's there. You should take me on a couple's trip. That's so funny. I'm so mad you're not taking me on the couple's trip. I'm so angry. I'm so angry that I'm not going on this couple's trip with you. And it's like, look, I'm fine that Riley doesn't have a dynamic camera presence. Like, I think that's totally fine. I just think we should all stop putting Riley on camera at some point. It's like, what did Heather Dubrow say? When everyone says you're dead, it's time to lie down. Like, you know, Riley and Ken Todd from the Vanderpump rules need to both retire. <laughs> Let's get them off camera. Cause they're not, well, they're not, <laughs> they're, they're not loved by the cameras. Okay. And Riley's a beautiful young lady and I'm sure she's very intelligent. She's got candy's jeans, so she must be a smart businesswoman, you know, and she's gorgeous. That's just, you know, maybe not supposed to be on camera. Anyway, then we get Nini and Greg. They're talking about this couple's trip. And they start talking about uh, brainstorming truth or dare for this couple's trip. And here's something that troubled me they are brainstorming ideas, and Nini said it would be a good example for a truth or dare. And she said, well, if somebody picks dare, then a good dare would be, like, to go suck my titty in the back room. She said something like that. And I was like, what's going on? Didn't Nini get more vulgar as the years gone on? Like, since she's become a stand-up comedian, she's gotten much more vulgar. Because she never used to be like this. Do you remember she gave Candy a hard time for being, like, a little vulgar? And now she's saying a good dare is to suck her titty in the back room. Like, I think that's what she said. I didn't rewind it to confirm, but I'm, I'm, like... 40% certain. <laughs> I'm 40% certain that Nini said a good dare is to get someone to dare someone to suck your titty in a back room. That's what I heard. That's what I'm choosing to believe. Okay, don't DM me and say that's not what she said. I don't care. <laughs> this is what I'm choosing to believe happened. And you know Nini's being dared to suck someone's titty in the back room like who that's shocking. Would you do that on a truth or dare in a in a friend trip? Do you imagine your besties just like, hey, I dare you to suck someone's titty in the back room? First of all, what back room? What are we talking about? Where are we, where are we going with this? And I'm not sucking anyone's titty. I don't care if I'm with them or not. I'm not sucking anyone's titty. I don't care if it's the back room or privacy of my own home. I'm not sucking anyone's titty. Okay, not for a truth or dare. There's You don't even win anything at truth or dare. It's just, you know, you win your pride. I'm not that prideful. Keep it. As Ira Madison says, keep it, you guys. I'm not. They could keep that. I don't need the pride of sucking someone's titty in a back room. Anyway, this couple's trip ended ended up going to shit. All the guys backed out, and then the girls are all meeting at Candy's house. And real quickly, I just want to talk about Candy's nanny, Katrina. Now she came in here like a hurricane, Katrina, because I saw her. I paused, rewound it like four times to get all the information that was given to me on screen. Okay, because it was shocking. First of all, she was wearing a shirt that said, shh, no one cares. Shh, no one cares. That was the what was on the shirt. It was short sleeve, but it also had a cutout above the breasts. So it was a short sleeve, but a cutout just above the breast, Which was, I, I mean, like, I paused and literally spent five minutes on that T-shirt. I was trying to make heads and tails of that T-shirt. Because I couldn't understand, like, what was happening there. What was happening. Then, she had a bandana around one wrist. Okay, then around another arm, she had an iPhone armband, an iPhone armband. Okay, now, I think a lot of us had these about eight years ago, you know, to work out, you put the armband on, and I go running, not a good look. And look, I've made a lot of fashion mistakes when it comes to cell phones. I say one of my biggest regrets in life is that I wore a cell phone belt clip. In high school, my freshman year of high school, I literally attached a cell phone to my belt. And I had the same cell phone belt attachment that my father did. Not a proud moment. So this woman, Katrina, I really worried that she's going to look back on this iPhone armband and regret it. Then she also had a turquoise bracelet on the other hand. Her hair was green, silver, and black. She looked like fucking Storm from X-Men. I mean, it was like raining outside. Candy said something about the rain. She's like, oh, this is what a awful day to go on this trip because it's all rainy. And I was thinking, like, couldn't Katrina take care of that? Like, I feel like she could control the weather like Storm from X-Men because it was (laughs) that hair, (laughs) that hair. I mean, that hair. That hair was shocking. And look, I love Candy's houses. I liked that we were reminded this episode that Candy just owns two houses just because she just wants to, so she owns them. Now, the cast members start piling in. It's not a couple's trip anymore. Eva arrives hungover. She had just come from a bachelorette party. Then we have this five hour bus trip to Destin, Florida. Now, Nini reveals on this bus ride that she has a method for choosing rooms, and I let Jick got excited. I love when they pick rooms. I decided it's my favorite part of this whole franchise, like no matter what we do, my most favorite thing on these is when they're choosing rooms like I decided that's. It for me, it'll never be better than when I find out they're going to have to do room selection. Favorite thing. I decided this was the episode where I really like decided. So then they start playing truth or dare on this bus and Eva gets dared to call her husband. And so she calls the husband and she's supposed to do like phone sex or something. And you guys, she like started to talk in front of everyone, like tell him that she wanted to sit on his face. It was very awkward. And, like, was it worse than getting her titty sucked in the back room? Maybe, maybe not. Unclear. But it was definitely embarrassing, like, the way that she had to talk to her husband. And shocking. And then Candy called Todd to do the phone sex. She seemed way more comfortable, but she, of course, has a sex toy line. But, I mean, come on. When Candy did it, she said something that really stuck with me. I wrote it down. She wrote, hey, Todd, you know how you like eating from the back sometimes? Wow. I learned some things this episode. I mean, I'm not entirely certain about how straight sex works, you guys. I was trying, I was trying to do, draw some diagrams on this episode and like figure it all out. It's very confusing to me. She said, "You eating from the back sometimes? Does that mean like I don't want to get too vulgar, but I think I know what that means." Uh, let's just sit on that for a second. Maybe somebody should have gone and sucked a titty in the background. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I get messages that people say I'm too vulgar on this show, but you know what? They're talking about it on the show. I'm I'm here recapping these ladies. So then there's some question about whether when Portia got together with Dennis. And then she says it was like a few months ago, but then they call her out on that. And the editors did something that I love when they do on Atlanta, and they they did a three minute ago flashback. Oh, it makes me laugh. Like nothing makes me laugh harder. <laughs> then we got to the house and all the rooms were nice in this Dustin Florida trip. Uh, I loved how Marlo kept saying this room is very boring, like Eva, <laughs> so shady. And I wondered, like, do the producers purposely book rooms with like one shitty room? Which I'm totally fine with, but it seems like they always do it so one person gets the shitty room. And ultimately, it was like that new girl whose name I think is Tanya. I'm not willing to learn it for sure. Um, but she ultimately got the worst one. The way that they chose was insanity. It was like the person on the card you get is the one choosing for you. Like, what the fuck? Who came up with that rule? I love you. If it was Nini, God bless. Like, no matter what, it, who it was, I love who, how they did it. I want to see a whole episode of them choosing rooms. Give me more of that. More room choosing. Then it's revealed Eva had a bachelorette party, and she didn't invite any of them. She invited Portia. She didn't invite Nini, which is weird, because Nini's supposed to be in the wedding. And then it's like, our the big meat of this episode was like, are Eva and Nini close? And it's like, I don't know if we really care. I don't think we know Eva enough to really care about that. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then the last thing of note of the episode was like, everyone's talking about Shamari's awful, you know, style and clothing. And Shamari said in her confessional, I'll never forget this. I'm etching it on a pillow. She said, I don't take, this was Shamari in regards to Marlo giving her fashion advice. Shamari said about Marlo, I don't take fashion advice from someone who looked like they, the main character in pirate of the Caribbean*s." (laughs) And that's The Real Houses of Atlanta. So, look, not a lot happened, but I was enjoying it. I love seeing the hot dog situation. <laughs> I like the bus ride. I like the choosing of rooms. I would have liked if they just did a whole episode of them choosing rooms. That's what I wanted. I feel like we could have gotten more drama. With that, I have to leave you. I love you. Let's take our, a chance to do our little cool down. So we've been doing these at the end of our episodes. So everyone take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Take a deep breath in. Now think of your BFF, your best friend, your bestie. Breathe out. Now, I want you to reach out to your bestie today. Normally I say like throughout the week. I would really love it if you reach out to your bestie right now. And just tell them you love them. Tell them you're glad that they're your BFF. Because the bestie, I, I would like to tell that to my best friend Jill. I love her. Hopefully I'm going to see her over the holiday. And so I'm going re- to text her right now. I mean, I usually text her every five minutes anyway, but... Reach out to your bestie. I love you guys so much for listening. And talk soon. Bye-bye.